Over the years, there were two words that could really stir up some action at our house. They go like this, let's romp. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to understand, I was a father of two sons, and that meant the dad is ready for some roughhousing with one or maybe two sons. But I learned I had to be careful because then one day they got to be my size. So I didn't say that much anymore. No, now, that was a key to a lot of fun, though. Let's romp. And when they were small, I'd sort of antagonize them until they took after me. Uh-huh. And they'd pursue me through the house, and much to my wife's dismay, I can hear her yelling three words, Save the furniture! <laughs> well, the boys would jump me, and they'd make loud noises and growl and try to keep me down. Of course, I acted real scared. and I acted like I was almost beat. And But it was no contest. They were after me, but... They couldn't really hurt me, just like some attackers who may be chasing you right now. I'm Ron Hutchcroft. I want to have a word with you today about chased by the past. Our word for today from the Word of God. We are in Exodus chapter 14. It's a story about people who are being chased. They are the Jews who've just gotten out of Egypt. The Egyptians are not really happy that they've just lost their entire slave workforce. So this familiar story finds the Egyptians pursuing them until the Israelites have their back against the Red Sea. So the pursuers are people who used to be their masters. It's going to be important for you to remember that in just a minute. Let's read from Exodus 14, beginning with verse 23 right now. The Egyptians pursued them, and all of Pharaoh's chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He made the wheels of the chariots come off, so they had difficulty driving. Yeah, I guess that would be true. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. And the rest is history, as the waters of the Red Sea swallowed the Egyptian army. Now, I think we're looking not just at a historical picture here. There's a spiritual picture. See, you and I used to be slaves. But you are, if you know Christ, no longer a slave to something that used to own you, that used to control you. But you know what? I'll bet it's still chasing you. See, our old slave masters, they always pursue us. The difference is that you have Christ in control of that area of your life right now. You can say to that old slave master, hey, you can chase me, but you can't have me. Just like when my boys were little, chasing me. Yeah, they could chase me, but they couldn't conquer me. Think of what used to be your Egypt. Was it that, that habit that once mastered you? Was it that depressed way of thinking? That temptation? A destructive attitude, maybe? Or was it a sexual sin? Or an uncontrollable temper? It could have been some selfish way of getting your own way. But that was all B.C., before Christ. Before that came under the all-powerful lordship of a risen Christ. But that old master hasn't given up, has he? No, just like Pharaoh in the Old Testament, the old master's pursuing you right now, trying to bring you back to that old slavery. Will you go to your new master? And once again, you give him that part of you that was the enslaved part of you. Turn him loose to fight for you. You've lived in Egypt long enough. You don't ever have to go back to that slavery again. Oh, you'll be pursued. But in Christ, you don't ever have to be a prisoner again. You'll hear the noise of the chariots. You'll feel the pressure. But turn 
and face your enemy and tell him, because of Jesus, you can chase me, but you can't have me.